0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 543. How to culture hack your way to fluency in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Today, you'll learn what culture hacking is and how to do it to get the edge you need in business and in life when it comes to speaking English. Our guest today, Balaj, is a linguist and language teacher who speaks seven languages, he pioneered the concept of culture hacking as a way of mastering English through understanding its mentality and cultural background. He's the co-founder and CEO of Metaphor English, where he promotes his online English fluency courses together with his wife, Mariana, who speaks five languages. Now let's meet Belage. Hey, Belage! Welcome to All Years English. Thanks for coming on the show
1: today. How are you? Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Very fine. Yeah. Thank you. What about Thank you? you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's good to have you here. And I heard that you are into this concept of culture hacking. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, culture hacking is actually all about looking at languages much, much more than just words and, and grammar. So if you really want to master a new language, English or any other language, then you need to understand the way of thinking and the mentality of the people who speak that language. And actually, I find this whole idea very fascinating because it's like traveling to a faraway exotic country where everything is new and you just uh, get to look at how other people think and how they look at the world.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. And how many languages have you learned using this method of culture hacking yourself?
1: Well, I have learned uh, seven languages to varying degrees with this method. My English and French are quite advanced and my Russian as well and also Spanish, Indonesian, and Italian to varying degrees. So.
0: Okay, that's that's fantastic. So, are you based in... Where are you based? Where are you from,
1: Balazs? Well, I'm based in Hungary.
0: Okay. And did you travel to those countries to learn the language? Do you have to be in the country to do this travel hacking, or can you do it from home?
1: Well, I've traveled to quite a few countries to, to learn the language, but actually... I think that you can also do it from your home. And that's actually one of the main advantages, the main benefits of the system. They don't need to travel thousands of miles to pick up the language. And you don't necessarily need to live in another country. So we have, for example, many students that we teach English who who already live in the US or the UK. And still, it's, Uh it's not always automatic that you just pick up the language, but you still need to have a method. Yeah, a
0: method. I love the idea of having a method, a framework, a way to dig into the culture. So then, Balaj, let's just get into it. Let's talk about culture hacking. So if our listeners are intrigued by this idea, you know, I think the term is kind of catchy. It's kind of interesting. If they're intrigued and they're struggling with learning English, what would be a first tip or a first way to implement your method on their own out in the world, in their home countries?
1: Well, I think there are actually tons of tips that I could give here but maybe one that I I particularly like is metaphors, is uh, that English, just as any other language, is full of metaphorical expressions. And these metaphorical expressions also tell many interesting stories about the culture. So just to give Mm. you an example, for example, uh, many Anglo-Saxon countries (coughs) are nations of the sea, so they are surrounded by the ocean and the sea. And Mm -hmm. it's uh, not surprising that sailing used to play a very important role. And in English, you can see tons of metaphors from sailing, so to give someone a wide berth, or to learn the ropes of something, or to go oh, overboard, yeah, that's huge. and and often non-native speakers just don't don't understand these because they're not familiar with, with sailing and the sea. And okay. um, so if you look at these metaphorical expressions, then behind each metaphor there is also a, a kind of way of thinking. So another mm-hmm. another favorite of mine is is for example this time is money metaphor yeah. that you pay <laughs> pay attention to something. Or you both spend time and money. So in Hungarian, for example, to spend time and to spend money, we have two different words for that. So we don't yeah. have the same word for, for both. Yeah. Or you also invest your time. So it's, it's quite a, an exciting topic and you can also do it on your own because you just go out and if you, if you develop the eyes for noticing metaphors, then you can, you can on your own develop this, this mindset and, and increase your fluency. Mm.
0: I like it a lot. So how are we going to learn these metaphors? How are we going to find the metaphors? Are we listening to native English? Are we reading? How are we finding them to begin with?
1: Well, I think that both reading and listening are, are perfect for that. But I think that some amount of linguistic background is, is also necessary to be, to be able to really, really de- discover a metaphor uh, on your own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for that reason, I usually recommend my students to just read a little bit about uh, something that I call cultural semantics. It's a field of linguistics that focuses on the connection between words and culture. Yeah. And it's, it's not as scary as it sounds, actually, so it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it's all about uh, studying um, how different words express meanings and how okay. it's connected to culture so that every, mm. every <clears throat> single word in a language has a whole range of images and associations that you okay. cannot map to another language. Cool.
0: So, is is this a particular book that you can recommend? A title that our listeners can go can go and find online or at the library? Or what what specifically is this?
1: There are actually lots of books and courses that I could recommend. And uh, mm-hmm. in the email course, in the free email course, it's completely free. Uh, I I would give a lots of recommendations to your to your listeners that they can access. Okay. So, Good. So
0: we'll talk about that a little bit at the end. Awesome. Yeah, so your right. first tip is to look for metaphors, right, Belage, Go into the culture, read, listen, find the metaphors and kind of infer a meaning or a way of thinking from those metaphors as much as we can, right?
1: That's, that's right. That's right. Okay.
0: Okay. What else?
1: Well, my second tip would be uh, that learning a language is far more than being able to express yourself fluently. So this might sound a little bit counterintuitive. Because, you know, you, most people are happy when they can actually speak a language fluently. But yeah. learning a language is much more. So there is something that we call a cultural scripts. And they are one mm-hmm. of the trickiest aspects of learning English. Mm-hmm. Uh, cultural scripts are accepted norms of behavior and speaking. So in in everyday yeah. life, there's a whole range of different situations you get into. And in each culture, there are norms about how to behave in those situations. So for example, <laughs> Right, right, right. Just to give a practical example that is easy to imagine, when you pick up the phone, then you often say, How are you doing? Or you ask a favor from someone, then there is a, a way of doing that. And it, it also differs across cultures. And uh okay. we have we have quite a few students who say that uh this idea of culture hacking helps a lot to improve their workplace workplace relationships. bet. Oh, the let's say there is a Scottish person and a person from Cyprus and then they can have trouble understanding each other sometimes because one of them can be much more direct while the other one can be much, much less direct. Oh, so,
0: yeah. Do you have any personal stories of when you went abroad, Belage, and maybe you weren't aware of a cultural script and you made some kind of mistake?
1: Well, I actually have quite a few <laughs> of those stories. <laughs> uh, one of them is uh, when a Canadian friend of mine came to Hungary. It happened uh-huh. a few years ago. And we agreed to talk a bit over a coffee. And I yep. was already there at the cafe where we were supposed to meet. So I called him where he is at the moment. I thought maybe he got lost or, or maybe even forgot about the meeting. <laughs> and uh, when he picked up the phone, then I just simply asked him where, where he is. And uh, I didn't ask, how are you doing at the beginning of the conversation? <laughs> so so he got a little offended. So there was a little pause in the conversation. And uh-huh. after that, I, I asked him about it. And he said that, yeah, that was a little, little rude kind of. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and for me it was it was weird because uh for example in hungary we don't usually ask that uh, in the phone or not always especially if you are just about to meet meet up of course there might be differences in the u.s as well
0: mm, that's that. so interesting that's, wow uh, i would imagine it had to do a little bit with the tone of voice that he could have misinterpreted as being you know short or rude as yeah, well
1: and then abrupt just you know just abrupt yeah, yeah just talking straight about the topic instead of some warming up. So uh, this is just one short example.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good example, Balaj. I think I we've all done that. I've lived in Japan. I've made some mistakes there. Um, really. <laughs> and this happens. And so this is why I think it is so important, right? We can know all the vocabulary words in a language, but if we don't understand those nuances of the culture, we're going to fail in business, in social life, in just in being happy in a new place. So Balaj, your second tip then is, Understand kind of the cultural scripts and what the norms of behavior are. What would be your third tip then for culture hacking?
1: Well, my third tip would be to to try to go beyond translation when you are learning words. So maybe it sounds a little surprising or even unbelievable, but many words in English cannot be exactly translated to another language. I don't know if you had this experience But English words reflect, many of them, the mentality of American and English people. So if you want to speak English like a native speaker, then you Mm -hmm. also need to understand how they think and how they see the world. Just to to say a specific example, there is a word patronize. It, It doesn't have an exact counterpart in Hungarian because the respect for autonomy and independence is much more important in English and American cultures. Oh, and the same goes, so yeah. And the same actually goes for many emotion words, concepts, verbs, adjectives. That they all reflect something, and it's not possible to exactly translate it to another language. And so, if you just try to translate and then memorize words, then uh, you will miss miss a lot f- from how those words are actually used.
0: Yeah, no, we, we have to get our learning out of the dictionary, out of the textbook, and into kind of real life, engaging with native speakers if we can, and engaging with the culture. I love this. I love this concept. I'm glad that people are starting to talk about the importance of culture, because I feel like in the past, it's been all about memorizing vocabulary words, and we just can't separate the two concepts of language and culture. I think that's so key. Uh, so, Balash, tell us a little bit about this free email course that you have available for our listeners, if they want to go deeper, if, they, if they're getting curious about culture hacking, you know, what it is and how it could help their learning.
1: Yeah, I prepared a special bonus email course uh, for your listeners. So if they're interested uh, and then they sign up, then they will receive many tips, stories, and uh, our best language learning stuff. Our uh, company yep. is actually called Metaphor English because metaphors mm-hmm. is really one of our favorite concepts in linguistics. And uh, at metaphorenglish.com, uh, the link where they can sign up to the email course, they can access lots of tips, lists of books, resources, and also many personal anecdotes. The type of stories that are easy to remember and they they give an intuitive feel for this whole whole subject. And it, yeah. it's uh, it's something that I think that if somebody wants to master English and to speak real fluent English, then mm-hmm. they can definitely benefit a lot from this this email course.
0: Okay, I like that. So what's the link that our listeners should go to to get that email course? Where can they
1: go? Well, it's something that I will actually send over to you. Uh, I think it will be ready in a few days. And then uh, in the show notes, if you put in this link, then I I still need to make a special uh, landing page for that.
0: Yeah, sure. Maybe it's easier if we set up a special link now. So let's have them go to allearsenglish.com dot forward slash culture hacking, and we'll redirect that link to your link. Does that sound good, Balash?
1: Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds okay,
0: right. excellent. So do you have a final tip, like a final overarching piece of advice for our listeners? You know, if they're they're trying to succeed in a new culture and they're feeling like they're stuck, what 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 should they do? You know, what's your overall advice for them?
1: I would advise them to immerse themselves in the culture and to to discover it vigorously I would say. So, to read about it, experience it, observe it in as many ways as possible.
0: Okay. Okay. Awesome. I like it. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Balaj. This is interesting, a good concept and I want to dig into this a bit more in the future.
1: That's great. That's great.
0: Awesome. Thanks again for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me here. It was great.
0: Yep. Take care.
1: Take care. Bye. Goodbye.